If you are stuck in any aspect of your life, your career, your relationships, your health, your finances, any area of life, this episode is for you because I'm going to share with you three different thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. And maybe you're experiencing one of these thought patterns. Maybe it's all three of them. I think we experience all three of them at different aspects of life. Now, these aren't the only thought patterns that get us stuck or into sort of trouble, sticky situations, but these are the big three that I tend to see in the majority of clients who come to me. So if you are stuck in any aspect of life, listen to this episode. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Thanks for joining me today. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have some exciting news. We are rebranding. We have refreshed the cover art, which I absolutely love, and I hope that you love it too. It's not a huge difference, but I feel like it's a little more refined, a bit of a leveling up. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. As always, the best way to reach me is on Instagram. So come hang out with me there. Let me know what you think of the new cover art. And I think I'm about to change the name. I ordered the new cover art, and then I thought... I'm going to change the name. So now I'm waiting on the new revision of the new cover art. And I will be announcing that name as soon as we have it. So when the name changes, don't freak out. It's the same show, just a little bit of a level up. Okay, let's dive in. Three thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. And this could be in any area of your life. So the first one is a mind read. Mind reading is claiming to know the thoughts or the feelings of another person without actually knowing And think about it. How often do you make an assumption of what somebody thinks and then later find out that you were wrong? I have the perfect example of this recently. There's a friend of mine who I've met through the business community. I don't think I've ever really met her in person until quite recently. I think that was the first time we've met in real life. But we've been online friends for several years and I noticed I hadn't seen any of her Instagram content in a while. So I thought, well, I'm going to look her up. And I went to look up her account and couldn't find her. And I thought, now, surely she hasn't deleted her Instagram because I know this girl. I know that she's very active on Instagram and very business minded, very entrepreneurial, does a lot of marketing for herself. And I thought, there's no way. There's no way. So I went and signed in under my dog's Instagram account, which, yes, my dogs have an Instagram account. It's Fiona and Dutch, if you ever want to follow them for some cute dog content, by all means, have a look. And I found her through that account. And I thought, well, I assumed I did a mind read. And I thought, oh, no, I must have pissed her off somehow. She must have blocked me because I can't even see her account on my other on my regular account. So I thought she blocked me, she must not like me for some reason. I wonder what I did. What did I post? How did I offend her that she would just block me? So I thought, well, that kind of sucks. And what about my life? And then I saw her a couple weeks ago at a conference I was at, an all-day conference for women. She was there and I saw her and I thought, should I say hi? And then I had this whole story in my mind about, well, she blocked you on Instagram. So I don't know. Do you want to say hi to her? Maybe I should be the bigger person and, and say hello. Maybe we can start a conversation And I thought maybe I should just give her some space, leave her alone in case she really hates me. But then I kind of caught her eye at one point and she said hello. So I said hello. We started talking and 
it turns out she's had problems with her account. Because as we were talking and she said, you know, I haven't seen you on Instagram for a while. You took a break, didn't you? And I said, no, I I think you blocked me. And she was like, what? I haven't blocked you. I would never block you. And she pulled out her phone and she went into Instagram and she searched for a name and she said, oh my gosh, I can't find you. And I said, that's, I can't find you either. I thought you blocked me. And she's like, I didn't block you. But she said, I've been having issues with my account. Let me follow you from my other account because she has other accounts for business. And I said, okay, great. So we reconnected and so glad we reconnected because she's somebody I really like. And, but I had, the whole point of this is that I mind read. I had this whole mind reading experience of assuming that she didn't like me. She unfriended me. She unfollowed me, whatever, blocked me. And that I did something wrong and therefore she doesn't like me anymore. And the truth was, is that there was something weird that happened in the Instagram world where we just could not see each other's accounts. There was some sort of disconnect. And then later she messaged me and said the same thing happened with one of her other friends. She discovered that she can't find this friend on Instagram anymore either. So all of that to say that we make these mind read assumptions, we do this all the time, and often we get it wrong, and this creates a lot of miscommunication. Imagine if she hadn't said hello to me at that event, I'd still be thinking she doesn't like me, and she'd probably be thinking, why didn't Terry talk to me at that event? She saw me but ignored me all day. What did I do wrong? Mind reading can open up a whole bag of worms when it comes to miscommunication, We make these decisions about other people, and the truth is, we don't know what they're thinking or feeling. How often do you get it wrong with your clients or with your online market? How often do you create something thinking you got it right, you know what they want, and you create something and then nobody buys it because the truth is, that's not what they want. And you'll never you'll never actually know what's going on in their minds, even when they tell you, you can't ever really know. Often clients will say to me, or they'll ask me if they should put a poll on social media and poll the audience and find out what kind of program or product they want them to create. And my answer is twofold. One, if you want to create a poll and put it in your stories to get some engagement on your stories, then by all means do it. But that's where the benefit ends is you'll get some engagement. People like to click buttons. That's it. Because they're going to tell you consciously what they think they need or what they think they want. And that's not really how people make decisions about what they actually buy. So they'll tell you, oh, I think I need this program, or I think I need more content on that. And the truth is, is that you could create that program and offer it, and no one's going to buy it because unconsciously, that's not really what they need or want. It's just what they thought they needed or wanted in that moment. We can do a whole episode on that and how people actually make their decisions. So mind reading keeps us stuck, gets us into a lot of problems because we create these stories in our minds about what we think is true, what we think the reality is. And we do this in all relationships, business relationships, client relationships, personal relationships. And the truth is, we get it wrong a lot. So that's number one, mind reading keeps us stuck where we are. Before we dive into the second thought pattern that's keeping you stuck, if you're really ready to break through all the things that hold you back, slow you down and keep you stuck, join us for the eight week breakthrough to success. It's the first time I'm running this program since the end of 2019. I am so excited to bring it back. And I think with everything going on in the world, this is the right time to be really focused on your mindset right now. 
Registration isn't open yet, but I just want to give you the heads up that that is coming. So registration will open in the next few days. If you get onto my mailing list, link in the show notes, then you will be the first to know when registration opens. Okay, the second thought pattern that is keeping you stuck is what we call in NLP a complex equivalence. Now, a complex equivalence simply means that we are equating two things as being equal and they're not necessarily equal. What it sounds like is this means that. She looked at me funny and that means that I'm a bad person. I had a client once say to me, that he said to me, none of my friends ever like or engage with any of my content online. And that means I suck. And I said, well, maybe it doesn't mean that maybe it means that the algorithms uh, tend to favor different things. And maybe your friends aren't even seeing your content. And he said, nope, nope, nope. It means that I suck at this and I'm wasting my time. And I said, or it could mean that they didn't even see it. Can you ask them if they ever see your stuff? And lo and behold, he asked his friends, he said, hey, does my content ever pop up on your feed? And they said, no, actually, it doesn't. They weren't seeing it. Or nobody's buying my program. That means that it's a terrible program or that I'm not good at marketing or whatever it is. We make these assumptions all the time and we equate two things as meaning something and it doesn't actually mean the thing. And the way out of that thinking is what else could it mean or what else is possible here? I have seen clients make major life decisions. and I mean, limiting life decisions based on a complex equivalence of thinking. So they'll say, I tried this once and I failed at it. And that meant that I was no good. And so I quit. Well, it doesn't actually mean that. Maybe it meant that was the wrong opportunity or the wrong time for you. Maybe it meant something better was waiting for you. Where are you making complex equivalents in your life where you're equating two things as being equal? The way out of this thinking is to just ask yourself what else is possible. So instead of deciding this means that A equals B, could A equal C? Is there another possibility? Could A equal Z? What else is possible? What else can be true? So we start to challenge these beliefs. And this is the work that I do with my clients. I challenge their limiting beliefs. I challenge these complex equivalents. If I don't perform at the highest level all the time, that means I'm a failure. No, it doesn't actually mean that though, does it? So ask yourself, where have you made complex equivalents? Where are you stuck on a complex equivalence? Like if I don't get my podcast into the top 10 the first week I launched my show, then that means I'm a failure. No, it doesn't actually mean that. Where are you making a complex equivalence in your life? Where have you decided that A equals B? Where can you open your mind to new possibilities or ways of thinking? And then the third major one where we're, we're getting ourselves stuck is on cause and effect. Cause and effect is kind of a, it's kind of a doozy. And this one can be a challenging one for people to accept, especially first hearing about it. So cause and effect is simply, well, simply teaches us that in life, you are either at cause or you're at effect. If you're at effect, life happens to you and all you can do is react or respond. 
at cause, life is happening for you and you create the outcomes that you want. You're in charge of your life. You're in charge of your results. At cause, you have choice. At effect, there's no choice. And cause and effect linguistically sounds like she made me feel angry. So now I'm at the effect of her behavior. She made me feel angry. I'm no longer in control of how I feel. She's in control of how I feel. Think about how many times you hear people say that or how many times you say that. This makes me mad. This makes me feel upset. He looked at me funny and that makes me feel hurt. Their words make me feel angry, upset, hurt, fearful. So who's in control then? Well, they are. He is. She is. They are in control of how you feel. That's being at effect. Now, every time I talk about cause and effect, I get the question of, well, Terry, sometimes people do bad things and we're affected by that. Um, How can we ever be at cause or in control of that? Well, you can't be. You're not in charge of someone else's behavior. You're not in control of someone else's behavior. You're not responsible for someone else's behavior and you are not responsible for anything bad that someone else has done to you. However, you are responsible for you as you are right now. You're not responsible for the thing that happened in the past, but you are responsible for you as you are right now and what you do next. So you can be angry if you want. You can hold on to your anger for that person who did the thing to you, but now they've done the thing to you and you have anger. Wouldn't it be better to let go of the anger? Not for their sake, but for your sake. How often do you find yourself being at effect instead of cause? How often do you find this in your business? Oh, the the economy is taking a downturn and, you know, and then we can say like, and that, that makes me scared. That makes me feel uncertain for my future. Well, how does the economy get to decide how you feel? So now there's a downturn in the economy and you have negative emotions about it. What if instead you could look at it objectively and say, okay, there's things happening out there. What can I do to protect my business? What can I do to make sure that I'm protected no matter what happens out there, that I keep myself afloat, that I keep my head above water and I don't get sucked out, I don't get sucked down into that pit of despair? What can I do? Yeah, get curious about it. Instead of thinking that I'm at the effect of economic crisis, I can say, where's the opportunity in this? Where can I do something differently that's going to make sure that my future is determined by me and not events that I have no control over? Spoiler alert, we, we, you and I, we can't control the economy. We can control what we do in our businesses and we can make strategic changes and strides to do things differently to make sure that we do as well as we can, no matter what's happening out there in the world. That's being at cause. Being at effect is saying, well, the economy is going down, so I guess I'm going down with it. Or just putting your head in the sand and ignoring it, only to come up later and realize there's there's nothing left for you. So that's the third one that's keeping you stuck where you are, cause and effect. It's It's really about personal responsibility. Taking personal responsibility. This is my life. 
this is my business. And if something isn't working the way I want it to, well, then I'm the only one who can change that. I can't wait for someone to save me. I can't wait for something else to change it. I'm the only one who can be responsible for it. I can blame the economy all I want. That's not going to make me feel better. That's not going to change the situation. I can blame our government. Still not going to change anything for me. Or I can just say, this is a situation at hand. And what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do to take care of me and my family? What am I going to do? That's all you can do. And I see these in every person I work with, whether they're one-on-one coaching and a group coaching. These are the things that are keeping us stuck. So mind reads. Every time you find yourself mind reading, making assumptions about what other people think, challenge that assumption. Is that true? How do you know? Get curious about that person. Ask them questions. The complex equivalence when we're equating two things as meaning something and they don't. They don't mean that thing. So when you find yourself using a complex equivalence, ask yourself, what else is possible? What else could this mean? And challenge yourself to come up with as many different possible meanings as you can. And that will start to show you that the one that you decided on, the complex equivalence that you've been buying into, may not be true because there's all these other possibilities. And then cause and effect. Whenever you find yourself being at the effect of something that you have no control over, challenge that thinking. How can I be at cause in this situation? How can I take personal responsibility here? Imagine a world in which everyone took personal responsibility. Oh, what an amazing world that would be in. And that starts with each of us as individuals saying, I take responsibility. This is my life. I'm responsible. And the more of us that do that, we can change the planet. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening to me. If you found this useful, I would love a five-star review from you that helps me be seen by more people so that more people can find the show. And also, as always, if you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Follow me on Instagram. Leave me a message. I always love to connect with people who find the podcast. Thanks so much. I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye for now.